Well, the time is quarter past ten here on In The Zone with me, Vanessa Bourne. Time for this week's edition of Pinch of Salt. Well, when you know that tune, then you, uh, or rather when you hear that tune, then you know Peter Goff Wood is not far behind. Peter, good morning. Good morning, Vanessa. <laughs> good morning to the listeners. Absolutely. It's a, um, it's a rather cloudy day. I don't know where you are. I can't see outside at the moment from the studio. It's pretty overcast where, where I am as well. I'm just waiting for the weather to decide what it is that it's doing. It's been a bit of a gloomy week, so let's hopefully there's some sunshine ahead. Definitely. But you've got lots to yes. talk about today. World Food Day, I believe. Yes, World Food Day. So I'm, I'm just on route actually to go to a, a, a magnificent organization which I'm an ambassador called Food Forward SA. Uh-huh. Now, this is a magnificent organization that supplies charities and feeding programs with food. What they do is they liaise with producers, with supermarkets, and they, um, um, they get supplies of, of mainly dried goods, although they've started now wherever possible to get fresh ingredients of dried goods um, that are um, not, and they're not, these are not, um, these are surplus. Mm. So these aren't things that are like uh, expired or stuff like that. It's, it's for example, we, we, we looked at a, they, we were helping to pack um, a while ago um, an entire pallet of tinned um, uh, pilchards wow. uh, that, had, that had been donated. And one of the problems with this pallet, of, of two pallets, in fact, of tin pilchards, is that the labeling was wrong. The labeling, the, someone had misprinted the label and it said 310 grams on, on, on the label when, it was, when it's only 280 or something along those lines. So simple, and just a simple yeah, error. And you said that the, the, the cost of removing all the labels, having it redone, is more than the stock is worth. So they simply donated it. Wow. So there's lots, of, there's lots of things like that that happen all the time um, uh, that supermarkets. And so Food Forward are, uh, SA are, are kind of direct link. They, they're, they're in all nine provinces. Um, they have depots in all nine provinces. And so their, their job is basically to, to get from, from farmers, from producers, from mills, from supermarkets. They, they collect, they, they serve as collection points and then registered charities. Uh, come and collect whatever it is they need uh, for their various charities. And so, so some of it, like we're packing food parcels today, um, so this will be distributed to, 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 to actual homes that, that get the food parcels, whereas some of it is in bigger bulk that goes to schemes that will use the ingredients to produce food to distribute. So it's interesting, I mean, in, in, the, in the last year, 2021, so far, the food port have distributed about... Seven and a half thousand tons of food. Wow, that's which, a f- which, which is basically it equates to about twenty nine million meals. Goodness so gracious! There's about, there's just under fifteen hundred organisations throughout the country that feed off of um, excuse the pun feed off of food SA uh, food for SA for, for their ingredients. You know, so it's a completely non profit organisation, and if you think of we know what the devastation of the of the of mm. COVID and this pandemic and the lockdown we've had on, on, on people's ability to earn and, and put food on the table. So organizations of this of this ilk have really come into their own. I mean they're, they're already about five five or six years old. So they were in operation before before COVID hit 
But luckily, I mean, obviously this has been their two busiest years to date because of the pandemic. Yeah. But fortunately, they'd already set up those networks. And it's amazing how the, the major producers and stuff like that have come to the party and happily send, I mean, literally tons of food. So that's, that's quite something. So I'm going to go pack some boxes today as part of my World Food Day effort. But the other thing I wanted to talk about is an interesting article I read this morning in Daily Maverick. Um, that points to the, the something I've been reading up on, something I'm quite interested involved in. It's to do with uh, it's to do with diabetes and particularly with obesity. Statistics show now globally there are more obese people than there are starving people. So it's, wow. it's a it's a frightening statistic. And the problem with it is is that it's it's to do with access to food. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the studies in this article were showing that this is research done between 2016 and 2018, is that the vast majority of South Africans don't have access to healthy food. They have access to food, but it's not very, very good for you. Mm-hmm. If you look in, 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 in some of the poorer areas, there's loads of food outlets, but they're all fast food outlets. And there are very few supermarkets and grocery shops where you can buy uh, fresh vegetables and fresh produce. And that's one of the biggest problems we find here is that, is that it's not that we have poor eating habits. Um, it's just often our access to food is what the problem is. And in those poorer communities, that's where the, the obesity is most prevalent. Um, and that's also where, where there's a direct correlation to the kind of food that's, that, that's on offer, that, that's available to them. You know, when you, when, you, when you understand that it's cheaper to feed a family of four with burgers from a fast food chain than it is to buy a chicken and cook it yourself, sure. um, that, therein lies the problem. Yeah. And, I, and I think it's something that is becoming an ever-increasing problem in this country. You know, you've also got things like Big business doesn't help. You know, we, we, we had some forward-thinking legislation or some, some idea of legislation in, in the sugar tax, uh, the sugar levy that, that was placed on, on, on producers of sugar drinks. Yeah. Now, this was seemingly a brilliant idea. Now, to give you an idea of how much sugar is, is, is required or, or is reasonably assumed to be a, a decent day limit, the World Health Organization, World Health, the WHO, the World Health Organization's recommendation of sugar in all forms is three teaspoons a day. So that's 15 grams is the, is the, is the, the healthy limit to what sugar. Now that includes the sugar you put in your coffee, the sugar in your cereal, the sugar in the tomato sauce that you use. That's three teaspoons of sugar. Now when you consider that something like um, uh, a, a can of Coke or mm. a can of tiny, any, any, that's probably between three or four spoons of sugar in one can. Yeah, it's, it's now, a lot. Can of coke, that's a lot. I mean, now that's, that's without the cup of coffee you have. That's without the, the sugar-laden food that you buy, the other sources and bits and pieces. So one can start to understand the impact that it's having on our, on our daily health. Now, the biggest problem with the sugar levy thing, fantastic idea, except... The, 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 the legislation was promulgated in 2016. It took two years for it to actually become law. And in that time, the various sugar producers and the beverage producers managed to dilute it to such a degree that it really is a kind of sham of what it was supposed to do in the first place. And in uh, 2018, that's three years ago, that levy hasn't changed up. So the, the, the price of the tax per gram of sugar in a cold drink hasn't increased since 2018. So 
So in actual fact, in real terms, the actual levy has gone down. I see. And you know, that so makes sense. Yeah. You know, and, and of course, what have what 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 beverage producers done in order to, to make sure that they maximize profits? You'll have noticed this. All the containers are now smaller. Ah. So before, <laughs> so before it used to be, it used to be a, like a 250 mil can or a 300 mil can. Now it's a 220 mil can or 280. The sizes of, of Coke cans or cold drink cans have all shrunk. They are, thereby, they get the same amount of money per unit um, because they're paying the sugar levy, but you just get less beverage for your money. I see. So it's yeah. So we are no better off as consumers than we ever before because because you know government speaks to big business when it does this kind of legislation and only really once they put the legislation together, only then do they go to the doctors and to the focus groups and to to the non profit organisations that have people's actual interest in in at heart, no profit motive whatsoever. And so we're always on a, a behind the eight ball because those with a vested interest. In, 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 their, in their profit line have first say in how this legislation is developed and, and to what level it affects them and the, the poor person in the street virtually has no say in it whatsoever mm. so while it sounds like they're doing us they've got our, our, our great interest at heart yeah, really not so much, you know. Yeah, and so if, it's yeah, I wanted to say that, things. yeah, that it's it's it, it is actually up to us as individuals to educate yeah. ourselves and to become our own best advocates in what yeah. we're eating and putting and what we're consuming yeah. food-wise. Yeah, and also let's also you know let's also be honest that that you know for the last thirty years or fifty years in fact we've been living under someone else's. Uh, idea of what's good for us in terms of you know low fat diets that are high uh, that are high in carbs you mm-hmm. know scientific evidence shows that that is incorrect you know and and you can trace back where that comes from and and where that initial advice came from was from the US from doctors in the mm-hmm. US who were being subsidized by by the corn industry who needed to sell cereal and corn syrup yeah. You know, and so that legislation again that we've now based our nutritional foundation on for the last fifty years, again not based on proper science, based on you know if we give you enough money to prove something scientifically, you'll be able mm. to do so, which is exactly what happens. Yeah, it's you very know, sad. Um, a lot of the a lot of the um, initial uh, research, scientific research that was done on sugar and its effects on people um, in 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 the fifties and sixties was funded, it was done at, you know, Harvard and, and, and uh, places of proper learning. But, you know, what they never tell you is those, 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 fun, those, those researchers were funded by sugar producers mm-hmm. and the Sugar Association. You know, so, so they say, look, here, we'll give you tons of money to buy laboratories and stuff like that. But this is kind of what we need you to, to, to show. And, and it happens with, throughout the globe. You know, now people have to announce where their funding comes from so that it, it, the process can be transparent. You know, but when someone, when the Sugar Association of America is funding your study, um, you know, they're going to mm. get the results thereafter. That's very sad. It really, really is because it, it quietly affected people in such negative ways. And I suppose yep. the effects that we are, we still live with those effects in a big way to this day. And uh, it will continue. Look, I think, I think you know, the same as will eventually happen. It's going to take some time and a lot more, a lot more death, a lot more obesity, a lot more strain on health services. It's the same that will happen that happened with the, with the tobacco industry. Mm. You know, that they finally got taken to task 
and, 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 and everyone could see going back decades that they were well aware of the adverse health effects, uh, the, the adverse health ramifications that nicotine and tobacco have. They were well aware of it, it continued to punch it. The same is going to eventually happen with sugar producers, that they're going to be held to task at some stage because they know and have always known about the, the, what, a, what a addictive uh, and abusive drug it actually is. Yeah. Um, and, but it'll take some time before the health for counter and the rest of the world sees exactly well, for what it is. Yeah. Look, I must be very honest with you. I have got an insane sweet tooth, but I know that I can't just keep on, you know, I, I, mod- I manage it. And <laughs> so if there's a really great pudding around, then absolutely. Yeah. But, uh, you yeah. know, you have to manage it. And uh, yeah. um, it, it is not easy. Took myself, uh, we stopped drinking sugar in our tea, gosh, more than 10 yeah. years ago. And I know that if I put a spoon of sugar into my tea, I will be hooked on that taste again. So yeah. I just avoid yeah. it like the plague. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is the thing. You know, this is what we're, we're in. The people are starting to, to, to call it what it is. You know, people say, I have a sweet tooth. No, you actually have a sugar addiction. Yeah. That is what you actually, have. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. That's, yeah. That's what it, call it what it is. You know, the sweet tooth makes sound a little bit fairy tale-ish it's, or you just have a you have, an addiction, you have a problem you have an addiction yeah. with sugar true, you know? true. And, I'm not and, t- and it's most people can you know it's what happens most of it. I mean I'm the same I don't drink um, sugar in my coffee anymore I haven't yeah. for years um, I, because it just for me if I drink it I can't drink it it's just mm. it's so ridiculously sweet it's terrible um, and you're just you're drinking sugar water you're not actually drinking coffee you're not getting that mm. lovely rich bitterness and, and, and the, the sort of mouthfeel of coffee you, you, you've got flavoured sugar water very true very but very true us, you know and, and the more we look at processed foods and bottled sources these things are laden with sugar mm. you know when the whole when that whole low fat thing came out all processed foods have either got to give them flavour they either mm. have sugar or fat so when they load the fat they increase the sugar mm. if it's a sweet product if it's savory if it's low fat it's got high salt because the fat is where the flavor and the mouthfeel comes from and the only way to balance that out by making it low fat is to either increase the salt content or the sugar content makes perfect sense yeah. makes perfect sense I think that um, it's it definitely I read wise words once that you make your decisions or the, the healthy decisions are made in the, re, in the, in the supermarket you, you don't make healthy yeah. choices at home you have to make that decision yeah. in the supermarket when you're putting the stuff yeah. into your um, into your trolley so uh, yeah. it's, it's but it's a it's a, a mind shift change and it's a I think that and, and education I, I, I firmly yeah. believe that people need to educate themselves um, and yeah. let's face it to have a slice of toast it's so easy that's the problem as well yes. is it's so easy yeah. and convenient um, and um, yeah it's so, so much nicer with jam oh my lord don't even talk don't even talk that's, that's pure pudding <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so yeah dripping with butter yeah, the bus is fine. The bus is acceptable. Yes. <laughs> Peter, very, very... You have to think about, you're right, the decisions are made in the supermarket if you have access to one. You know, I, I heard a sign saying, someone said recently that, that, you know, we're digging our graves with our mouths. Mm, you know? That's and, what, and true. true. Very true. Yeah.
Absolutely. Peter, very informative discussion today. Thank you so much for that. And I hope that everybody who's been listening is going to, before they go to the supermarket, number one, first make sure that you're not hungry. Number two, make yeah, make wise choices. And uh, I, I always think to myself, if it comes out of the ground, if it's natural um, and it's fresh, then it, it must be good. So, uh, yes. yeah, so that's my that's my approach. I think shopping is everything. <laughs> Food begins with good shopping. Definitely. We'll talk again next Friday, Peter. I hope that you have a good weekend. And, uh, yes, yeah, stay safe. And, um, yeah, some have, have something great on the stove. I'm sure that you will do. Yeah, well, there's a lot of cooking going to happen this weekend. So and, until we speak again, may the sauce be with you. Fantastic. Bye-bye.